Hello and welcome to the Creative Chat, presented by the Destination Imagination Alumni Council. I'm Michael Russell. In each episode of this podcast, we'll talk with alumni of the Destination Imagination Challenge Experience about how they use creativity and problem solving in their everyday life and career. We'll also explore how Destination Imagination helps shape their lives into what they are today. Destination Imagination is a global educational nonprofit dedicated to inspiring the next generation of innovators, leaders, and creative problem solvers. Through the challenge experience, students solve one of six different open-ended, STEAM-based challenges that build upon the skills they learn in the classroom. In just a moment, we'll be joined by Josh Jasper, a 10-year alumni from Arkansas and 10-year volunteer and appraiser who is now a damage prevention specialist. Josh, welcome to the Creative Chat. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I want to ask you first, uh, because being a damage prevention specialist, I don't think a lot of people are going to know what that is. But before we get to that, I want to talk about your journey to being a damage prevention specialist, because it's maybe a little unconventional or different than maybe people might think. So let's start with how you got to your current role. So um, before... So I've, I started this job back in February of this year. Um, before that, I had another job. It was kind of just a filler, I guess. Uh, yeah. It was the first thing I could get when I moved back to Arkansas. Um, I moved back in August. Before that, I lived in California for about two years, working at a place called Astro Camps. It's a physics and astronomy camp geared towards space exploration and um space mechanics and things like that, which was really cool. Um, and um, after, you know, being here for a while and working at the the filler job, it was just kind of, I needed something more. I needed, you know, more money. I needed something better, more than just sitting on the couch for eight hours a day. Um, mm-hmm. And so I got you know, in the job hunt. I found this place on, on uh, Facebook. And you know, I just applied and kind of went for it, and it's it's been a it's been a very exciting and interesting journey, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's been a definitely something I was not expecting, but you know, the more I get into it, the more I enjoy it, and it's yeah. actually kind of interesting. <laughs> so, what do you do as a damage prevention specialist? So, the full layout is I locate underground utilities before people dig um, as part of kind of like our one call program. A lot of states have uh, similar things uh, I've heard. In fact, you mentioned uh, dig safe, I believe. Yep. Um, Mm -hmm. And so basically we'll find what's already in the ground before people go digging so that they don't hit, you know, a gas line, a water line, a power line, things like that. Um, if you've ever seen like red or yellow or orange stripes on the ground, like paint stripes, that's what I do. I go around and mm-hmm. I'll find it and then I'll just paint it out so that they're like, okay, this is here. So I'll know where not to dig. Yeah. So when you're doing that, are you referencing maps? Do you have a, a tool that will kind of point it out to you when you roll it over the ground or something? How, how is it you're finding these different things? So we do have, we do have uh, maps that kind of, give us an idea of what we're looking for in the ground. Um, and we also have like a receiver and a transmitter. So we'll connect our transmitter to say 
our gas meter or power meter or um, a transformer or anything, any of the like utility things that people look at and they're like, I don't really know what that is. Like, you know, some places have like green boxes, yellow boxes, things like that. Um, and it'll send a signal along that utility, basically just, you know, adding a, creating a special circuit on top of, on top of the utility. And then mm-hmm. I'll use my receiver to kind of follow that signal. Um, almost mm-hmm. like I'm creating metal for a metal detector to, to okay. detect something kind of like yeah. that. Yeah. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> it was, I've realized I, I never know how they do it. You see it seem around or on new homes or new construction sites or something. It's like, how do they really know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, I did, I've learned so much that I did not know. I didn't even know. <laughs> so with a job like this, how do you use those kind of core skills that DI teaches around creativity, collaboration, and critical thinking? So you can, how do you use those to stay successful in that role? Um, they are actually probably some of the biggest things I need um, because theoretically, on paper, on paper, it's not that hard of a job. You know, I connect mm-hmm. my transmitter, I follow the signal, I paint. That's that's what it's supposed to be. A lot of times it doesn't happen, you know, if <laughs> if a lot of utilities are really close together um, or, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the way, like people have planted trees because they don't like looking at the utilities in their yard or yep. fences. Oh, God, fences. Uh, <laughs> so then you have to kind of get creative uh, or sometimes the signal just doesn't go like it should. So you have to figure out, OK, how can I find what I need? So. In fact, earlier today, um, I was trying to find a power line, but my signal kept jumping from what I was on to something else. And so I had to find another hookup point, maybe like two blocks away, just to get a fresh signal to come in so that I could isolate what I needed. Um, so you have to kind of get creative on the fly. Um, and also, you know, we have uh, utility reps that we work kind of with a lot so we can always talk to them, ask them um, for help. We have a wonderful support network. Um, Our superiors and our trainers, they're always there to help. If we have Mm -hmm. questions, you know, they're always like, Hey, feel free to ask us. In fact, in training, our trainers told us, Hey, when you get on the field, feel free to call us when you have questions, you know, no matter how long you've been out there. And I warned them, so, all right, you're going to get tired of me calling you. And <laughs> I, I call constantly. I will ask every question because um, like in DI, you know, they tell us if they yep. if they don't say you can't, you can. But, you know, there's like a lot of open ended stuff. So you're like asking questions to kind of get an idea of where you can go and what you can do. Um, so it's just <laughs> it just kind of is second nature now almost. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think of that too, asking questions that it's, um, I do a lot of training in my role with different employees, just, just in retail. And it's, um, really encouraging them to ask questions. Cause like, if you don't have the question, you're not going to, you're not going to get an answer. You're going to do something wrong. So don't be afraid to ask that question. And I think that comes from that time in DI where it's like, you need to ask questions so you can learn, so you can do it right. Or you can figure out how the best way for you to do it is. Right. And sometimes uh, the best ways that you can do it, you, you know, you have to just get a little creative and try something <laughs> out of the ordinary. <laughs> yeah, there's, you know, there's all these ways that, that you're told to do something. But 
I, I'm a firm believer that it's as you can find however way you want in order to get to the same result. Um, as long as you're not, you know, breaking any laws or anything. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so why should someone be interested in doing what you do? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so we, we have a, we have a motto of quality damage prevention is what we do um, because, you know, like I said, we're making sure that none of the utilities that are already in the ground are hit. Um, so we're protecting the people that the utilities serve. We're protecting the utilities themselves and protecting the people that are actually being, because there is some stuff that's potentially life-threatening. Um, and like, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't the most attractive of jobs. In fact, this is nowhere near what I thought I would ever be doing. Um, mm-hmm. It's just kind of where I ended up, but like I said earlier, this is something that's it's actually not bad. The more I do it, the more it's kind of cool. Like I, it's actually not a bad setup. You know, like you get a work truck, a work phone, a work laptop. Mm-hmm. You work by yourself, so you know the social distancing thing has not really been an issue for me. The, I'll yeah. see people like at construction sites, or I'll knock on someone's door to go into their yard, but I'm not, you know, having to really just constantly be around a lot of people. Um, I get to be outside and, you know, don't have to just sit still. Um, I don't have to pay for gas. That's a big one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so it's, it's a lot of, there are a lot of great accolades to this. Um, and so if you're interested in just doing something different, doing something, you know, trying something new, you know, this Mm would, this would be a good, a good something to, you know, look into. Yeah. And it, I'll say too, I mean, it's personally, and I think some of this came from DI um, and just my childhood in general, that curiosity and learning how things work and that, you know, this is one of those things. I don't think we think about it as, as we're driving around maybe, or, or just kind of living our daily lives about the importance of finding underground wires and pipes and everything. Um, but that it's, when you get into it, it can be, be really interesting and engaging. Um, so yeah, yeah it's, it's just really eye-opening to find out so much about something that you'll always see and you're like huh i know that this is a thing but i have no idea what it is and yeah. now you know i know about a lot of the stuff that people always say huh i wonder what that is or you know you never know how the paint gets on the ground or why it's there and now i have a good idea of all of that mm-hmm. awesome So I want to move now into our instant finish, Josh. So this is our five DI-centric questions about your time in DI. Um, You, like a lot of us, have have been around this. For me, it's like all my life. I don't know when I wasn't doing DI. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Uh, We're looking for quick answers here. Uh, We don't want to dive into too much detail for people. We want to leave them on the edge of their seats. Um, So you ready for this? I am. Let's do it. All right. First one here. So in 10 words or less, what is your favorite DI experience? Going to Globals, every single tournament, and meeting Bob Tipton last year. Okay. Okay. 
for um, those who sorry for those who may not know who he is he's one of the founding members of uh destination imagination after it kind of transitioned from odyssey to Mars. i was gonna say i've heard the name i know the name why do i know the name <laughs> <laughs> that's good context for everyone to have yeah sorry <laughs> Uh, all right. So second one here. So what is the coolest skill you learned in DI? Adaptability and resourcefulness. I like it. There's nothing you can't fix with duct tape. Yes. It's the answer to everything. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so with duct tape in mind, let's keep, keep that idea. Okay. In your opinion, what's the best material for an instant challenge? <laughs> mailing labels <laughs> Ooh, I don't think anyone has said that yet mm-hmm. <laughs> I think of the, it's one of my least favorite personally really <laughs> uh, we prayed for mailing labels whenever we had in a building <laughs> challenge yeah it's I don't know what it was with them they just uh, it's like the, the dreaded mailing label I think it was that it feels so unitasker but it limited the creativity you could do with that material to an extent maybe because it was so much of just a connector yeah so, but the connections you can make are limitless yeah no that's true too <laughs> and they just were never at least the ones i got they were never sticky so they didn't work oh no <laughs> maybe that was it up in new hampshire we just <laughs> email labels <laughs> Maybe it's maybe it's something up there. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Question four here. Who is your biggest fan during DI? Hmm. Our team managers. They mm-hmm. were they were always just awesome, very supportive. Whenever we had good days, bad days, they were there and they were always just cheering us on. And awesome. they were mostly also our parents. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. And last one, explain your DI experience in three words. <laughs> Life changing. That's hyphenated. So that's one word. Yep. That's one word. Yep. Um, Mm. <laughs> Let's see. Life changing, unregrettable, and just ah, gosh. <laughs> Life changing, unregrettable, and come on, Mike. I need one more word. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not, I don't want to give you my words. I know. Uh, <laughs> see, this is what you can see why instant challenges are probably my lowest scoring. Um, That's okay. Things. <laughs> Every team is different. <laughs> Life changing, unregrettable, and just amazing. Yeah, that works. There you go. I like unregrettable. I, lo- I, lo- I just like that word for it. Do, do it without regrets. Don't be upset with what you did because right. you, you had so little time to really figure it out, especially in, if you did an instant challenge. You didn't have the time to figure it out. Don't kick yourself for doing something that you didn't do something you thought of after you left the room. 
Stop. Right, you know, and not worth it. And like, just you know, with everything I've done through DI, uh, honestly, it was just so such a great experience. That's why I continue to volunteer and give my mm-hmm. all back to like the current and future generations of competitors because yep. it was just the best thing, one of the best things I've ever done in my life. Yeah, I completely agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> Uh, all right. That brings us to the end here. So Josh, uh, how could people reach out to you or follow along in your personal journey? If yeah. they wanted to, um, you can follow me on Facebook at Joshua Philip Lugin Jasper. It's a lot of names. You just type <laughs> in Joshua Jasper and look for the one with two middle names. That's me. Um, mm-hmm. I have an Instagram. It's articulate one, A R T I Q U E L A T E underscore one. Awesome. Well, Josh Jasper, thank you so much for joining the creative chat. Thank you, Michael, for having me. I really appreciate it. This has been the creative chat presented by the Destination Imagination Alumni Council. This episode has been produced by me, Michael Russell, with Angela House and Erica Solis. Additional help from Kate Nylander, Austin Ebelhair, David Russo, and Don DeChico. Our music from the Free Music Archive is Take Me Higher by Jazar and Broke for Free by Night Owl. You can visit us online at destinationimagination.org. You can find the Alumni Council on Facebook at Destination Imagination AAP, on Instagram at DI Alumni, and on Twitter at DI underscore alumni. You can send us your questions or comments at alumnicouncil at dihq.org. For all of us at the DI Alumni Council, I'm Michael Russell. Stay creative, and we'll see you next time.